Welcome to the Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Willis, author of Cookie Dough in the Dark and Vibrant Living with Tanya. Menopause is like going through puberty again. Your body is changing, your hormones are shifting, but instead of being a lost teenager, it's the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Gain wisdom, be empowered, and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done simply so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals, and thank you for joining me. Hello, this is Tanya from Vibrant Living with Tanya, Menopause Made Easy, and author of Cookie Dough in the Dark, and we are doing this episode today talking about goals, goals for the new year, and I'm going to talk about nine points to make your menopausal journey easier. And remember, menopause is anywhere after the age of 32 up until you're 100. It includes perimenopause, uh, the day of your menopause anniversary, and then postmenopause. So catch episode two if you need a review on that. Maybe you are like me, especially when I was in my 20s, and or sorry, 30s and early 40s, and other women in my membership that I see all the time who are running at hyperspeed and we're filling up our calendars and we're getting that busy badge. We're running on a cortisol high. We're busy with the kids, the family, the grandkids, work, volunteer stuff. And in the midst of all of this happening, we have so much energy and we're getting so much done, but we're also feeling exhausted. We can be gaining weight getting thicker through our waistline, getting some extra belly fat on there. We're feeling frumpy. When we do lay down to sleep, we're wired but tired. We're waking up during the night, but we just keep on going because that's what we do. And that's what I did until I said enough. During that time, we can be losing touch with ourselves. And instead of doing the work to improve our health, because who has the time We sit down on the couch, turn on the TV, drink a glass of wine, have some cookies, maybe some potato chips, some popcorn, whatever it is, and that is what we think is our treat and how to relax and unwind. Just think about this for a second and just tap into what your day is like, all right? And I'm going to go over some basic habits here, but where are you right now? So this is the important thing right now to recognize, and this is what I call the awareness stage. What is your life like right now? Are you living the way you want to be living? Do you feel amazing with your waistline, with your belly fat, with how your clothes feel, with how your energy is, your sleep is, how you're moving through the second part of your life? Or is there something more that you would like? And if there's something more that you would like, then let's jump in because you get to decide if you want to do anything about changing your habits. Okay. And I knew in my early thirties that I needed a wake up call. Well, actually I did have a wake up call and I finally started to listen to it instead of ignoring it because I let go of my weight as I've talked about. And I dove into my health and really started to pay attention to my emotional eating and deal with that. All right, but 
I just knew if I didn't do that, um, I was going in a direction I did not want to go in. So let's dive into some basic habits that you can improve on during 2023 to make your menopausal journey better. And remember, we're talking about that whole menopausal journey, which starts around the age of 35 to 45, somewhere in there. So let's start with basics. And it's super important to nail down the basics before jumping into another diet or trying to find that magic pill. Oh, yes, I used to look for that. I did. And you know what? Even every once in a while, somebody will say, oh, have you heard about this pill or have you heard about this? And I'll be like tweaked for a second. And then I'm just like, no, no, I know what it takes. And a magic pill is just that Um, short lived, does not work long term. But I will tell you, the magic pill that I share with you is commitment, consistency. And when you consistently commit to doing something and you work through it, you will get the results you want. Maybe not when you want them, but they will come. And what is great along the way is that you are improving your general health overall. And that is a bonus in and of itself. So number one, awareness. It's really important to take stock of where you are right now. As I read the list and go through these points, write them down, or if you're driving, come back to this podcast, or just think about them as I'm talking, and we will talk more about some of the simple shifts you can do to get your goal. So what is your goal? What do you want? And many times, oh my gosh, this just makes people's skin crawl. They're like, I don't know what I want, or I'm scared to commit to a goal because what if I fail? What if I don't do it right? What if I don't get the result? What if I'm embarrassed because I say I want something and then I don't get it? Or we just don't even know what to pick. What should I do? I don't even know what to do. Where do I start? Or we don't want to do the work to get it. So if that is, because I know a lot of people every year go, oh, I want to lose weight, but they really, they don't have a plan. They really don't want it. They just kind of say it, let it go, pick something else. You know, when I was in my, uh, when I turned 50, my goal was to read 50 books for the year. I ended up reading 85. So it, it doesn't have to be around you know, losing weight or anything like that. But we're going to talk about that today because I know a lot of you are struggling with belly fat and menopausal symptoms. Let's say that you want to get rid of belly fat. So you say, I want to get rid of belly fat. Well, that is just way too vague for our brain. It needs smart. Okay. You need smart goals, smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time. I'm sure you've heard of that many, many times. So specifically, you can say, I want to lose two inches off my belly by April 1st. See, now this is specific. I can measure it because I'm going to measure my waist right now. I'm going to see what my measurements are. And I'm going to know that I want to lose two inches off my belly by April 1st. So that is about a quarter inch to half an inch every single month, which is a very doable goal. Okay, and you're going to give yourself four months. And if you get there faster, that's great. But you don't need to be in a hurry. But four months is a reasonable amount of time. And you know what, you could get this off faster. But I really want to emphasize and hit the point home. This is not about doing something for the next 30, 60 days, and then going back to how your life was. This is really about integrating these habits into your life, which is what we teach in the Vibrant Living Membership. So keeping in mind your goal, What are the habits that you can improve on during the next four months? 
Here are some basic skills to work on before jumping into a juice cleanse or a 30-day quick fix or spending your time and energy on finding that magic pill. I'm going to share nine points with you and ask you some questions about each one. You do not need to attempt all of these today. The idea is to start with the easiest one for you and then move on to the next easiest one. We tend to go for the hardest thing. I want you to go for the easiest thing. My mantra is I can do hard things because some of these will be challenging. They sound easy, but your mind will start to play tricks on you and uh, it's playing tricks on you because it wants to keep you the same. So a lot of the coaching I do is on mindset coaching. Once we have a goal, then we decide our plan. Okay. And a lot of people forget that they say, I want to lose two inches off my waist, but what does that mean? How do I do that? How am I going to measure that? Right? So we need to have a plan. So here we go. These are very simple. Some of them are going to be like, oh my gosh, but here we go. Water. Mm -hmm. How much water should you be drinking? Okay. We've gone over this in past episodes. What, how many, how many cups of water should you be drinking a day? So take some time, figure that out. How much water are you drinking now without changing any of your habits? How much are you drinking now? What's the difference between the two and how will you close the gap? Many of us are dehydrated. This is a really super important one to work on. Maybe this is the one you start with. Maybe not. I'd love to hear it. The next one is protein. Are you currently eating enough protein with every meal? How much protein should you be eating at every meal? Google that. You'll find it fast enough. Google a couple of different sites and take the average. What's the difference between what you are eating and what you should be eating for you right now at the stage of life you're in? And how will you close the gap? Fat. Are you currently eating fat? And that I'm, by fat, I mean healthy fat with every meal. How much fat should you be eating at every meal? And what's the difference between the two and how will you close the gap? Upgrading your carbohydrates. How many simple carbohydrates are you eating in a day? How many complex carbohydrates are you eating in a day? What time are you eating your carbs and when during your meal? Because meal timing is important when it comes to carb consumption, especially after the age of 30, 35 due to our insulin levels. And I'll, I'll talk about all this later. I'm just trying to keep these very basic here today. So how can you begin to shift your carb consumption, sorry, consumption so that it positively affects your insulin levels and releases fat from your belly? Okay. Next, snacking. What are you snacking on? Are you really hungry or is it distracting you from something else? When are you snacking? So that's all we're going to start with in the snacking department. I used to be a full on snacker, everybody. Not anymore. Sleep. Are you tired but wired? So that means you go to bed at night, you're absolutely exhausted and then you just can't sleep. How is your quality of sleep? Are you staying up too late? Are you waking up tired? Are you waking up through the night? How can you begin to improve this? 
What is the optimal amount of sleep for you to function properly the next day? Sleep is a massive issue right now. A lot of us are not getting the sleep that we need. If you don't get the sleep that you need, you tend to crave more simple carbohydrates during the day. Your willpower tends to be lower. You tend not to exercise because you're tired. Sleep is a big deal. Stress. How do you manage your stress? We are all stressed. I didn't think I was that stressed because I have been working over the past, oh goodness, long time to release the stress in my life. But it was very interesting this year. I did some further testing into my body and found that even though I think I'm not stressed, my body is still dealing with some stress. So stress, our body perceives stress like eating donuts and muffins and it decreases our ability to lose body fat. So taking an inventory right now of how do you manage your stress? What does stress feel like in your body? How does stress affect your eating and sleep habits? Movement. So when I'm talking about movement here, I'm talking about NEAT non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That's a big word, but basically what this means is what are your movements outside of structured exercise during the day? How much do you fidget? Do you take the stairs instead of the escalator or the elevator? Do you park further away in a parking lot or try and find the closest spot? How many household chores are you doing? Do you stand more than you sit? How many hours a day are you sitting? How much are you standing? Do you go for a daily walk outside every single day? NEAT, okay, this non-exercise activity thermogenesis accounts for 15 to 30% of the energy you expend during the day. This is huge. And this is so important because this is your lifestyle. This is your habit. So what are your movement habits outside of scheduled exercise during the day? Just take note of them. If this is a very interesting subject and we will dive deeper into this. And then what is your scheduled exercise? I've been a personal trainer for 30 years. I teach aerobics. I teach, uh, you know, weight training. I teach Pilates, roller. Oh my gosh. I, I teach everything. I teach classes and personal train. So exercise to me is extremely important. But if you're not an exerciser, I would definitely focus on your movement first and then you can start to build in some exercise. What is your current workout routine? Do you have a balanced approach to exercise? After the age of 35, we need to exercise differently. We do not need to do what we did in our 20s. And in fact, that's causing us more harm than good, but that depends on where you are in the scheme of the exercise. In my vibrant living classes, I teach four classes a week. We have a very balanced approach to exercise. Are you lifting weights? If you are lifting weights, have you been lifting the same weights for a while? Or are you going to lift a little bit more so that you can actually increase your muscle mass? And by that, I don't mean looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean just being stronger helping to prevent sarcopenia, which is your muscles wasting away, and also to impact your bones positively. Do you include rolling, Pilates, yoga, some kind of relaxation workout? Do you have a balance between those workouts or are you tending to one side? And this can change depending on the season uh, and all sorts of different things. 
So take a breath. Did anything trigger you in that list? Did any of you say, oh my God, those are so easy? Or did there were there some that you said, you know what, I definitely need to work on that one? Or I need to do a little bit of work on this one, so I'm going to spend some time there. So figure out what you're already doing and give yourself a high five. Whoop, 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 whoop. And then figure out what do you want to do next? Of those nine items I talked about today, what is the easiest next step? So is that increasing your water, dealing with your protein, your fat, your carbohydrates, your snacking, your sleep, your stress, your movement, which is your neat movement, or your scheduled activity? Which, ones of, which one of those, and please only pick one because that's about all we can handle and we really want to make it part of our lifestyle and then you can go on to another one. I have shared with you so many life-changing things in this podcast episode alone. I have not mentioned any diet. I have not told you what to eat, but I, and you don't need a drastic change. And this, oh my gosh, if you please learn something from my my podcast, which, you know, so many members in my Vibrant Living membership has said they don't have that diet mentality anymore. They really are going after these points. And we talk about the mindset shifts to make these a habit. So take your time, let this digest, and just see what it is you would like to do next. And I... I'm not going to promise you because you need to do the work, but if you really focus on these nine things and go back to episode number one, where we don't want to get distracted by the shiny stars, if you can stay focused on looking at these habits and then dealing with the mindset issues around them, you will be way further ahead at the end of 2023 than just trying to find the next shiny object. Okay, everybody, that was a lot today. And I will see you in the next episode. And you know what, if this resonates with you, please share it with your gal pals. I have a a mission to make this second half of your life just incredible, vibrant, energetic, have the body you want, I want you to feel like you want and at least move in that direction and know how to get there. And so if you could share that, subscribe to the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. Big hugs, healthy hugs to you all, and have an amazing day, evening, morning, whenever you're watching this or listening, (laughs) I should say. Bye.